0: What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Maddie Pace coming at you live from the Maddie Mo Show, the host, the Most Mojo, kicking off episode one dime, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, episode one dime, otherwise known as 110. But if this, however, is your first time tuning into the Maddie Mo Show, first off, thank you for letting me your ears and attention. Second off, hop into the iTunes podcast section. We can subscribe to the Maddie Mo Show and have every episode up there for free listening download. No. You can also catch me live on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music. Or overcast pocket cast youtube the maddie Mo show ig and twitter at maddie underscore pace Catch me on Facebook at Maddie's Motivation. You can also catch me on YouTube under Maddie's Motivation. If you're lacking a little inspiration, ladies and gentlemen. But like I was saying, if this is your first time tuning into the Maddie Mo Show, thank you very much for tuning in. And if this is your 110th time, thank you for tuning in. But you already know what day it is, ladies and gentlemen. It's risky. It's frisky. It's risky. Frisky. Friday, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. The nostalgic. The classic. The sexual. The risky frisky friday ladies and gentlemen thank you all for tuning in i truly appreciate it and today we're gonna get into it and you already know how we roll and if you don't you about to find out no diggity no doubt you know what i'm saying so i'm gonna break it down to you ladies and gentlemen because i know a lot of you are like damn he has had so many Risky Frisky Friday episodes, he's had so many super sexy Saturday episodes, like how much more sexual can this kid get? <laughs> I can get pretty sexual, ladies and gentlemen, so don't ever doubt me on that. But anyways, today, I'd like to take you to a flashback in time to this young little mind of mine, to where it all started, because in order to get where I am, in order to get where we are, we got to start somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Some people start at a late age. Some people start at a young age. Me, I started at a very young age, ladies and gentlemen. Ever since I could remember, I have been a little hornball. You know what I'm saying? I just can't beat it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I can beat it if you know what I'm saying. But this is a couple stories right now that I'm going to share with you. A couple short stories about how I got my first little experiences in life of being a little hornball, a little horny devil. You know what I'm saying? So don't think anything less of me you already know what it is so anyways back in the day the first story takes place here I am a little man got the whole world in my hands I'm at daycare, ladies and gentlemen That's right, daycare I was at the Circle of Friends daycare Shout out to my man Anthony Who's probably listening to this Who was uh, one of the sons <laughs> of, of there Don't think any differently, me dog This is what truly happened Obviously only uh, one person knew for sure what happened But word didn't spread as far as I know Because I try to keep it under wraps And uh, you know the key term Deny till you die, fellas You already know what it is So anyways, flashback I was a young lad I was probably around like i don't know i had to say like around like five around five ish or so maybe and uh here i am upstairs and we used to hang out in this area you know we had a lot of different areas we had the tv we had like a pinball game we had a whole bunch of different things we made like this whole paper mache like little town with volcanoes and crazy bridges like we were real active over there and uh in the last section of this we were in this place and it was set up like If you've ever gone to a little shop, like an open up shop, it has a big long counter, you know what I mean? That stretches along the wall and then closes itself off and there's just one little entrance and exit, and you would treat it kind of like an ice cream stand or a hot dog stand or something like that. You know, you're going to let your, uh, your imagination run wild in these situations. You know what I'm saying? Because when you're a little kid, you can do anything you want. The mind is an amazing thing. Now, that being said, you can also use the mind for a lot of dirty things. Because as you're growing up, you're trying to get a better sense of self. You're trying to push the boundaries. You're trying to figure things out for yourself. You know what I mean? So, here I am. And, you know, there's a bunch of kids playing up there, playing around. I was playing with uh, a bunch of kids. I was playing with this one girl in particularly. I can't remember her name. For some reason, I want to say Emily, but I'm not 100% on that, so she was like the same age as me, here we are just having fun, you know, doing our thing, and um, you know, like I said, I was a little hornball even at that age, you know what I'm saying, so maybe it's because I was breastfed, I have no idea, i just a dirty little freak nasty, much, not much has changed, I'm just a little older, still a lot dirtier, but anyways... So here I am with this girl and we are playing, you know, a little ice cream stand game, little whatever you want to call it, just having a blast. And next thing you know, I get this genius idea and I'm like, hey, why don't we hop behind this counter and check it out? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, this is where my little mind was at. So here I am, a little matte pace, still got, you know, little stud muffin, little glasses, big ass 90s glasses on, the big square frames, just getting my pimping on. You know what I'm saying? Here I am take this girl, we go behind this little fake ice cream parlor, hot dog stand thing, and there was like, on the inside now, that you know what the outside, now I'm going to break down what the inside looked like, so you look down at the inside, and uh, you know, it was only like a couple feet from the floor to the countertop, and in the middle had this long running board where you could like put things on, you know what I'm saying, like whatever you want, it was like a shelf, a long ass shelf that ran the same length and width as the um, the stand itself. So, I get this ingenious idea, and I'm like, hey, why don't we, you know, like... Lay down and like go under here. Like, why don't we like hide under here together? You know what I'm saying? Trying to be all rico suave. I don't know where I saw this, where I got the idea from this. Maybe it's because my brother let me listen to Biggie back in the day when I was little. I have no idea. But anyways, here I am, and she's like, yeah, okay, sounds cool. You know, I doubt she said it like that. I doubt I can't even remember the dialect or dialogue. I'm just using the filler. So you let your imagination run wild, but not too wild, because keep in mind, we're only like five years old, all you sickos out there. So here I am, and I get under there. And I'm like, yeah, just, you know, just like climb on top of me. And so I don't know what I'm doing. I don't have this plan. So what does she do? She does exactly what I asked. And so she climbs right up on top of daddy. You know what I'm saying? I was a young Maddie daddy Dad, back in the day. Climbs up there. And then like just on top of me, press body to body, body to body. You know what I mean? And now here I am rubbing shoulders. Now I'm like, yeah, just rub my shoulders. You know what I'm saying? Like weird. So she started rubbing my shoulders. So I started doing the same thing back. You know what I'm saying? And we, we got about like two minutes deep into this whole, this whole little beginner sexu- sexual guide to warm up to foreplay. It was hilarious. So, but once again, five years old doing this. Now, all of a sudden, like I said, it was an open, an open thing. So you couldn't see what we were doing if you were looking at it from the outside like, looking at the stand directly, but if you came into where the entrance was, and you walked in there, and looked down to the left, then you would have seen what we are doing, and sure as shit, one kid, I think it was Jerry, I want to say it was, like, Jerry (laughs) LaCourt, I still remember his name, I still remember this dude, we go way back, like, I need a little haystack, this kid sees what we're doing, what's going on, he sees it, and instantly cock blocks daddy, so he... Cox blocks a young five-year-old Maddie Pace and next thing you know he goes oh I'm telling and I'm like no so I instantly I see him seeing what we're doing I like a man just take her and I like throw her off of me like I throw off to the side and I get out and I walk around and I'm like no I'm like what are you doing he's like I'm telling you can't and I'm like no don't don't and so I instantly start trying to think of like ways around this and out of this so I chase him I chase him out of there and uh you know I beg this dude and I'm like please don't say anything because that the time the worst thing that you wanted to happen was one get put in timeout and two you didn't want them to tell your parents what the hell was going on because imagine the type of thing the teacher would have to tell the parents that a kid told them about what you did imagine how awkward that would have been now luckily that whole thing got avoided i don't know where that girl ended up i don't think we got in trouble i'm almost positive we didn't but that is just an example of Where it all started for me And you know That's not the only story Like I said I got two of these stories That's just the first one So shout out to that girl For going along with it When I was five years old We are both Young, young kids doing her thing, I guess, I have no idea, I don't know where that girl is or what she's doing, maybe that no, that moment turned her into a porn star or stripper for the rest of her life, maybe she was a dirty freak nasty, maybe I've met her again, being older and just haven't even known it, you know what I'm saying, because sometimes things happen when times change, people change, and I couldn't tell you for the world what this girl looked like, I want to say she had like a little short bob haircut back in the day, I don't know, it was, it was dirty, to s- say the least, I need to get off the subject, but anyway, That was the first run-in with a little sexual act orientation, a lead-up to foreplay that never happened. And uh, I'm happy it didn't, ladies and gentlemen, because that would have been truly awkward. So shout-out to Jerry Lacourte for block cock-blocking me back in the day. Much love to you, Holmes. Now, on to the next story. This one, it's a little weird. And (laughs) I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, It involved Barney. That's right, Barney Now there was Barney back in the day It was really big, you know I love you, you love me I'm not even going to sing the rest You're going to hate me for it It's going to be stuck in your head So let's move on So I used to go downtown with my dad back in the day when he used to take me to get my hair cut at Al's Barbershop downtown. And uh, it's no longer, it hasn't been around for a long ass time. But here I am in the barbershop. And at the time it was the coolest, the coolest thing because in the window, you know, it was a friendly barbershop. It was like a cool barbershop that had, you know, he would put up like cool stuff, animals and toys and stuff like that for kids and all that stuff in the window. It was a very kid friendly shop. And uh, it was just a good atmosphere. So this was when Barney was huge too, mind you. Because Barney had a run for like a decade that was flawless. Like absolutely groundbreaking. So here I am. And I look over to my right as we're in the barbershop. And in the window, what do I see? A three-foot stuffed Barney. Nice and fuzzy. Looking awesome. And here I am again, a little ass kid. I was either five or maybe I was even six. Maybe I was even like six. I want to say six because I think my parents were divorced at the time. So that was about six years old. So I begged my dad, like any little kid, whenever they wanted a toy, I did the same thing for an Iron Man action figure. Like any toys back in the day, you remember begging your parents until they gave you exactly what you wanted to shut you up. So I looked at him and I'm like, Dad, can I have that? Like, please, I want that. Please, I need that. I need that Barney in my life and he's like, you know what, son, definitely, because you handsome, and he didn't say that, but that's just me being me, so needless to say, I get a nice haircut, I'm a well-behaved little child, you know what I'm saying, get the haircut, next thing you know, I'm walking out the shop with the three-foot Barney under my arm, like, I am the man, like, I can't wait to get this Barney home, so we get the Barney home, We start playing, like, I'm playing, I'm having a good time, my my imagination's running wild, here I am, coolest kid on the block, got a stuffed three-foot Barney, why wouldn't I be excited? So, next thing you know, I know what you're thinking, how the hell did this get any weirder? Well, let me tell you, it got strange, because even back then, I was having sexual urges at a young child, I can't explain it, I don't know why, like I said, maybe it's because my brother let me listen to rap music, maybe I saw some big booty hoes on the television when MTV was hot, I have no idea, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not blaming rap music, I might be blaming MTV, but I'm certainly gonna blame my brother, but it's a good type of blame, because without him, who knows, maybe I would've been a crazy little prude my whole life, and that ain't gonna fly, you know what I'm saying, ain't nobody wanna get with that type of guy, so next thing you know, I'm having one of those nights where I'm laying down, I don't even remember if it was at night, I think it might've even been during the day, like I've been doing some ballsy things for a long time, so here I am in bed. Now, I take this Barney, and I'm in bed with Barney, and mind you, Barney was, I think, a guy dinosaur, and back in the day, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't really realize that. I was just an, affected by a three-foot thing that was fuzzy and felt nice, and so here I am with my little peeing out, right, and I just start, you know, caressing the Barney, and start humping the thing like a little dog you know what I'm saying (laughs) like you know how little dogs hump everything inside it doesn't matter if it's a female dog a couch cushion anything a shoe if it sees something that it can possibly hump and get off to it's gonna do it and that was me I was like a little moggy that's a that's a cross between a mat and a doggy I'm gonna call it a moggy and it was you know oddly satisfying I should have I should have mentioned that last night in last night's episode, but here I am in bed, and I'm just humping this little Barney, bang, 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 and I don't even nut, because at that time, I didn't know what nut was all about, so I just did my thing, and then, you know, I probably got a little nervous, got my little red rocket on, you know what I'm saying, my little stiffy, I had to put that thing away, and I think I came to my senses, and I was like, wow, this is really wrong and really weird, but at the time, it felt so right, so <laughs> after that night, I don't think I really did that much after that, but that was just another example of how much of a little hornball that I was, back in the day, and I know what you're thinking, how the hell did he have that idea, well, ladies and gentlemen, you probably had some weird ideas, you're just too afraid to talk about them, so here I am, airing myself out, and all I can say is, that is made a phenomenal memory and story, not many people know that, so shout out to everyone tuning into this podcast to find that out, and um, there's going to be a lot more stories coming to you next week as well. Or even tomorrow night, because I got in a couple close calls growing up as a kid, especially when I started to find myself out about j off and things like that. So tomorrow's episode is going to be pretty crazy and pretty sexy, for sure. So make sure you tune in for that. But as for the Risky Frisky Friday, I would have to say that those two stories are damn well risky and damn well frisky, especially since they all revolved around ages 5 and 6. So, ladies and gentlemen... I hope you enjoyed listening to those short little excerpts. Please don't get too much of a mental image in your head. Like I said, I was five or six, just a little bit more of a stud than I am now. And anyways, that's all that happened. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. So I hope you enjoyed it. The short little things, I hope they made you laugh. I hope this made your Friday evening a little more frisky, a little more risky. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family, your mom, your dad, your family animal. I don't really care who it is. Share it with them. But without any further ado, that was episode one, Dime. And as every show needs to end just fine, I'm going to break you off with a little bit of a final thought. So in three, two, one, the final thought is coming at ya. Life is a beautiful journey ladies and gentlemen with a lot of twists and turns a lot of rocks in the roads a lot of unknown directions that you're gonna head in it's gonna be filled with success betrayal triumph it's gonna be filled with disappointment it's gonna be filled with a plethora of things that are gonna make you question who you are and your worth but there's one thing you need to not lose sight on and that's the fact that there is only one of you walking this planet No one else will ever live your life. No one else will ever be able to make your decisions. Your decisions are your decisions. Your results are your results. What you choose to do each and every day is solely based on you. You can blame everyone and everything in the world For where you are, what you have, what you do But that won't change better Or make anything else happen in your situation That is going to be worth it You will always get nothing but worthless results from that You will get misery You will get negative emotions You will begin to feel sorry for yourself What you need to do is understand That each move that you make Is either going to benefit or hurt you So why pick the one that will hurt you? Pick the beneficial moments, don't procrastinate, go make those changes, don't wait till Monday to start hitting the gym, hit it today. You gotta understand that we all share the same 24 hours and there's no reason that one person is so much more successful and has more time than you. Maybe they just have more drive, more passion, more will to succeed. You gotta understand that you only go around once, you die alone, you came into this world alone. Even though you were birthed from your mother You got to understand that your decisions are your decisions Your life is your life So are you just letting it happen to you? Or are you happening to it? You gotta make sure that you're lined up, mind, body, and soul. Get a goal, get a vision, and go out and do whatever it takes to achieve it. And don't stop, give up, or quit on yourself. And always help people along the way because that gratitude and gratification, that gratefulness will go so much farther than anything else in life for you. So, ladies and gentlemen, take advantage of the time you're still blessed to have and make the most of it. And that being said, it's a final thought on a beautiful episode 110. Thank you all for tuning in and checking it out. Make sure you tune in tomorrow for the Super Sexy Saturday episode. It's going to get freaky. You already know what it is. Maddie Pace coming at you live saying one life, one love. Thank you very much. I'm out.